The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat, mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A powerful scenes from the wartime movies of my high school and college days remain stuck in my mind, leaving a powerful imprint. If you've ever seen them, two that come to mind would probably be Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers. For many of our students today, probably a scene from a Marvel movie. But in these movies, why they're so palpable is not only because of the mist that somehow appears in, in these days, but they're powerful scenes that kind of compare with life at times. Walking into a recently liberated town, seeing surrounded by an army, and you experience kind of that joy, that uplifting. Yet how often, maybe at times, we experience the, con- the contrary. Maybe feeling at times in life that we're holed up in a bunker, we're surrounded by destruction, by noise and chaos, confusion. And with the advanced weapons of the evil one today, I think it's something that we can see very clearly that the spiritual warfare is, comes to the fact that we're body and soul. No longer is spiritual warfare just something that's talked about, but we oftentimes experience it even through physical and mental combat as well, making it imperative that we are in constant communication, aware of the different tactics of the evil one, aware of our surroundings, and be able to adapt to the different forces at work in our life. For the Ninevites in our first reading today, Jonah was the GPS that steered them out of the way of the bad neighborhood that they were kind of starting to see envelop them. He was the one that helped them to change course, to see a different strategy. He proclaimed repentance, allowing them to move away from where they were headed. Yet what would they have done without him? What would have happened if they wouldn't have heard him. And the combat of the 20th century, depicted in these movies and series that I spoke of, there's an important role. The communications officer would have a radio on his backpack, and so if he got shot or if the radio got damaged, they would have to scramble in order to get it back up to speed. At the very least, if they were running out of communication, they would work as a team to get to higher ground so they could hear the signal to know where the enemy was, know where reinforcements were coming from. And so for us today, we have to acknowledge, as the readings present and as Pope Francis reminds us of on this Word of God Sunday, the importance of the communication, of hearing the Word of God. 
Because God comes to us. He came to us throughout all of history. Through the words of the prophets. He came through His inspired word. And even today, through the work of biblical scholars. Who like that communications officer, help us to hear more clearly, to discern and to decipher the messages that we're hearing. To recognize those ways that God desires to give us the strategy, the location, and even the instructions for us as soldiers of Christ. But at the end of the day, without them by our side, it comes down to us picking up that radio, strapping it on, and using that device if we want to hear and encounter the Word of God. Or just as God spoke to the Ninevites through the prophet Jonah, just as Jesus spoke to those disciples in the Gospel today, so too He desires to speak to us. Using the same words that He spoke to those disciples. To open up to us the strategy, to allow us to locate the enemy, to allow us to know how to get to those vantage points in our own life, to hear Him more clearly. And even at times, helping us like those apostles today to discern what those things are that we need to leave behind in order to achieve victory in life. A victory not of our own accord, but a victory that He's already afforded to us in His work of salvation. And so as we sit here today amidst the different barrages of our own personal lives, as we sit kind of locked in spiritual warfare, with even those effects that may barter us, those things of mental or even physical at times, there's an urgency in responding. St. Paul said that today in our second reading Jesus says it in our gospel because the kingdom of God is at hand and the privilege of reinforcements are at our disposal. And I say a sense of urgency not not to cause fear, but rather on the opposite end to remind us that Christ wants to free us. He doesn't want us to live in that state. And he desires, as I said, to come to us in the same way he did as those apostles, using the same words to meet us in the very circumstances of our own life, to meet us on the lake shores of our life, Meet us at the desk of our academic studies, of our workplace, and our athletic pursuits. He wants to draw near to us. And so, He wants to come not distantly through a radio, but even in the bunkers of our own life. So for us, on this Word of God Sunday, how can we pick up the Word of God in our own life? Allowing it to be something that we receive and guides us frequently. Using it not as an intellectual exercise, not as something to... Listen as as though it's something complex, but rather as an infantryman. To hear the Word of God in practical ways. And as we train and use it in battle, yes, it will require for us at times a commentary. Someone who can speak to us and help us discern exactly what it is. Maybe it comes to us through forms of a Bible study. Other people that are in our life that we can trust their voice. And they can make sure that what we've been hearing isn't actually leading us into the landmines of making God an intellectual pursuit or stepping into allowing Him and His Word to be formed to our own desires. And so my brothers and sisters, today, sometimes the difference between victory and defeat is as small as what we fill our backpacks with. Whether it be a physical Bible, whether it be through our laptops, through our phone, the Word of God must be something we reach for on a routine basis. And it doesn't have to be something big. It can be that subtle message that tells us to step clear, steer clear of something. To review it daily. Maybe we just take a a verse of Scripture throughout the week and we revisit it every day of the week. Maybe it comes down to just opening up the daily readings and on our walk to class or our drive home or before we go to bed at night, asking, Lord, if this is the verse you want me to hear, what do you want me to hear from you today? 
These are the weapons of salvation. Not only to get us out of harm's way through personal conversion as Jonah proclaimed to the Ninevites, but also part of the communication that brings a population living in the occupied territory of the evil one, of chaos and destruction, of sin and division, the victory of God's salvation and liberation.